Start recording. Like it. And start recording. All right, we are freaking live. We hey. are. We are finally. We battled it, and we battled it good. So I'm gonna say. One. So. Let's. Uh, what we're gonna do is, fifteen minutes. We're gonna fucking shoot off. What mm -hmm. dwelling plate is like? Give me. Mm -hmm. Give me, give me like the life story and birth of this thing. Okay, I wouldn't say that's loaded, but you know, I, I got my start here in like the Portland, Maine uh, area with my own like metal independence, I guess you could say. Like, let's put it that way. Um, I started kind of playing some music around here. Um, got into the scene, um, met a lot of great people, had a good time. Um, so after a little while I was not in a band, so I figured like, Hey, you know, I should probably start, you know, writing my own music if I'm not, you know, like doing it with other people so much. Um, cause it was, it was a pretty big commitment at the time when I was like, you know, working and then in a band and doing other stuff. So once that kind of dissolved and we all kind of moved on and kind of different directions, um, yeah, I found myself with like, um, some money and I the, I the first thing I got was like a new interface like a focus right 2i4 that's what I got um good oh, taste, really? good taste. yeah yeah okay well maybe that's why we're having issues with uh <laughs> <Zoom> <laughs> hey, seriously we got work. first video uh, ever. dude yeah um yeah and I got some good advice um because I used to be like an adherent to a uh, reaper or uh, not reaper uh, pro tools you ever use pro tools yeah yeah, so I primarily like, uh, use Reaper though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I was uh, in school, college, I guess I should say. Um, we were taught Pro Tools, um, which is fine. It actually taught me a lot of concepts, like with DAWs and all that. But uh, yeah, Reaper was like kind of a new beast for me. And it's like, it feels like if Pro Tools settings had settings, like it just it has right. like all this control and it's super lightweight. I've, it's literally never crashed on me. So. Yeah, I sing the praises of that, and it uh, accelerated kind of my uh, writing ability and process, I guess, because I wasn't much of a writer before this, and I don't, I still don't really consider myself one that much. But uh, it like the software and having that kind of skill and um, ability and working more at it has, I, I guess you could say, given me more of that ability or confidence to want to write. Right, for sure. Now, mm -hmm. now, when you mean like has COVID like made you a better writer? Do you think, or hmm, I uh, I don't know. Like, cause where this all started was like I was working a lot and kind of dividing my time up between either work or like going home and just really focusing on these songs when like the inspiration struck and you know those Probably first songs from twenty nineteen. Uh, no, actually, you know what? I, I'd wake up pretty early and I'd be, uh, uh, just kind of writing throughout half of the day. Usually, um, I would say if, if I could even remember, I mean, honestly, it, dude, the it was... fucking, the saxophone, <laughs> the, the first time I heard your fucking music mm -hmm. and I heard the saxophone, I was sold <laughs> like, uh, thanks. <laughs> well, 
Yeah, that's a funny story because, um, yeah, because I released that back, what, in January, I believe, like right at the beginning of this year. And uh, so it's like I was almost even separated from those early demos I had written in 2019. It's not that they were like old news to me, but like I, I wanted to make something that stood apart. And so I kind of went like just deep in. I'm like, I'm just going to make an opening riff that just fucks. And then just yeah, like did yeah, that. Just add some saxophone. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> thanks. Yeah. What what's the uh, what's the method behind your tone? I'm curious. Mm. Yeah. Well, so I'm I'm highly inspired by you know just like old and tombs, classic HM2, just like the buzzsaw. That's you know, exactly has. what I thought you were gonna say. <laughs> Good, because yeah, that's what I'm shooting for, and and so I don't actually have an HM2. Um, I'm, I'm a fraud. Uh, I have oh. the uh, HM. <laughs> yeah, I have here. Let me, uh, if you mind, it's right here. I got it. <laughs> it's, the, it's the HM1. It's the HM300. <laughs> Behringer's uh, little answer to this. The magenta beast, I like to call it. Fuck yeah. Um, I got like three pedals yeah. to my name. <laughs> yeah, no, it's this and a tuner. That's all I really use. Yeah um yeah um and everything else is like kind of was software i was playing with a lot of like stacked amps and like the freeware stuff um, early on which uh you can kind of hear that like you know i was still kind of early in my guitar tone building phase of my writing so some of those mixes are a little funky but like i like to open up the that old ep now with some of the like more I guess you like to say easier to listen to tracks, but now it's more like I kind of go more natural. Like that that song I just posted, um, <laughs> Panic Porn. Um, it literally, I just put my 57 right up to my orange amp right there and just recorded it. Yeah. Just straight in. Well, like, yeah. dude, my thing is like yeah. when I start doing demos for my band, like I'm going to, I don't know what, when I first got into music, I, I didn't, really know the importance of doing demos and i'm like mm -hmm. all i need is a 57 a couple 57s for the drums and send it just do it like yeah i i like i, I will swear by a 57 like they're great instrument mics um they they're very very passable uh vocal mics but the magic behind it not only is it like a dynamic mic doesn't need power um like you can literally eq them and they sound good. Like you can do some crazy scoops and you still get some good results out of 57s, like right. almost consistently. Yeah, I can't do yeah. any 57 work in my apartment, but. <laughs> but. Yeah, hey, you know, but it, it's always good to sing the praises here, here and there. But uh, it, yeah, is that a shirt you got? Speaking of uh, 57. What? What are you talking about? Oh, your your microphone is that a Sure? Oh it yeah, this, like is a, a, this is a Sure uh, SM7B. Yeah. Ah, it's nice, dude. That's sick. Yeah. <laughs> That's like, like, like a legit podcast mic. <laughs> I uh, yeah, one of my friends locally was like, "Hey man, I'm selling my fucking vocal mic. Uh, does anyone want it?" And I'm like, Ooh. "Dude, I got a snowball mic." And I was like, Ooh. I was like fuck dude like i just had to buy it but time to upgrade dude i couldn't blame you like the I, it's funny I, I was saying nice microphone to use like when we were trying to set up but like this thing it's like a what knee were 
NW800, 20 bucks on Amazon. And actually, that's what I've been recording my vocals through lately, and it sounds great. <laughs> hey. Yeah. This, yeah, I mean, this microphone's, this microphone's good if you're like, dude, it's like, why the fuck would you spend 300 to $400 on a microphone if you're not using it like every day? Like, yeah, that's, yeah. And, and my thing no. is like, I, somebody posted something on Facebook. They're like, nobody's going to take your shit seriously with all these podcasts and your audio quality sounds like a fucking trash can. I'm like, this speaks to me. <laughs> this speaks to yeah, me. Yeah, no, I can, I can agree with that. Like, I, it's funny, actually. Someone I used to work with, um, um, they started, like, a podcast a while ago, and, like, they... <laughs> I, I mentioned it to him and I even offered to help. I wasn't even like saying like, Hey, I'm not even going to charge or nothing. But I was like, Hey, there's like this really high pitched ringing and I don't think they, they could hear it, <laughs> but it was like a really, really high pitched like <laughs> ringing that I don't think like an older person like them could hear, but it was just like piercing to me through my full range setup. I'm like, Oh God. That's like fun. I love the guy, but it's like, Oh, I can't listen to it. Yeah. yeah, yeah you're like, you're like, I can't, I can't make it yeah. through. And the one thing I I've noticed, guys, but... yeah, the one thing I've noticed with podcasts is <laughs> you have to keep it. I don't know. You got to have some type of quality. Like if you don't, yeah, nobody's going to listen, but um, yeah. Cause like all the good stuff is high quality, you know, you, like there is high quality to listen to like, right. Okay. Uh, so this is a question I like to throw at any musician, um, I've gotten some fucked answers. So, um, if you had, if you had to give some advice to somebody just starting out being a musician, what would it be? I would say definitely get as many opinions as you can, but like, ha, ha, know what you are on the inside. So, like, it doesn't really matter what your end goal is like you know a lot of people like to use music like as a means to an end but like really music is a place that you can just kind of exist in and if you kind of look at it as this non-competitive sort of i don't know just kind of i want i don't want to say playground but a place where you can really discover things that you knew existed, but you actually have the power to kind of like express yourself. Like it's a very powerful thing. So it's like almost right. like don't give up mentality, but like, I think everyone else's opinions are equally valid. So definitely just like taking as much as you can. Right. For sure. Yeah. I mean, that's a tricky question because like you can take it, it either way. <laughs> you, you can really take it either way. It's like, mm -hmm. you know, don't start. <laughs> I've gotten those answers. I mean, it depends on, again, yeah, it, again, it depends on what you're after here. I mean, if you're, if you're after like immediate payoff, if you're after some sort of like fame, fortune, something that's gonna, I don't know, if you're expecting an immediate materialization, materialization of something just because you're constantly seeing other people materializing their ideas on social media, it's like, it's not quite that easy, but Again, right. nothing's easy and requires hard work. So, I mean, if I'm going to make a proxy answer to that, it's going to be like, yeah, also work at it. Yeah, you do have to work. I'm admittedly kind of lazy sometimes, but like, yeah, you have to practice and do a lot. So, 
Okay. All right. So the last one I'll throw at you is um Okay. What's a what's a what's a curveball question here? Um mm. so if you could talk to one musician in the world, who would it be and why? Interesting question. So do they okay. Dead or alive, don't so matter. Many. Don't matter. Dead or alive, don't matter. Oh gosh. Okay. <clears throat> you know what? I'd be so interested because like back when I was like a little bit younger when I was really getting into music, um um or at least in my later phases of learning music on saxophone, like in jazz, um, like Charlie Parker. Apparently that guy like went crazy, <laughs> went to like an insane asylum, but he like was basically one of the progenitors of bebop, which is like some of the craziest jazz music you could like listen to. It's basically like the speed metal of jazz. <laughs> the okay. guy was just like insanely good. So you just p- picture like a guy playing saxophone like, it just sounds like almost like random notes, but bebop is just like the like, just the coked up version of jazz. And it's just super interesting. And he was just one of those guys who was like insanely good. Oh, and, uh, yeah. No, I'll saxophone check- is just saxophone. Yeah. I'll check him out. So what about a Charlie Parker? Okay. Charlie Parker. What about a metal uh, dude? Metal musician. Well, yeah, I was just trying to kind of go back into my like real interesting no, no, origins, I know. I, I know. I'm say. talking. But, um, I'm talking. Currently, right now. Well, yeah, yeah. Um, well, right now, I, you know what? Just it just came to me. I, you know, I'd like to meet Abbott. Um, just because. <laughs> Abbott. Just because. Uh, not only is he like, to, to my knowledge, he's been known to be like a really hardworking guy. I think he does like like some sort of like kind of construction work or something. But like. He's hilarious, but he's also become recently sober because, um, you know, of certain actions and things that were happening on his last tour. And, like, I, I don't know, I just kind of have some mad respect for that on a certain level. Um, and just because, like, he was almost called on his behavior and was called to task on it. And it just seems like he became a little self-aware of that. And I think as a musician, that just shows a lot of responsibility, especially, like, with that footage that I was even seeing that like he was basically unable to perform. It was kind of like, you're thinking of all your fans there who are kind of like wasting their money to be there, their time. And it's just kind of like, it's an all around thing, you know? And I, you know, I think he's just like always been like a character too in the black metal community, which always kind of takes itself a little too seriously sometimes. So like, have you ever yeah, watched all that wrapped up in the one, <laughs> have you ever watched the, uh, necrosexual interview? with Abbott? No, I don't think I have, actually. Okay, well, that is a must-see. It's like the funniest fucking (laughs) interview. I'll I'll tab it up. Dude, yeah. Okay, necrosexual Abbott. And I uh, I actually talked to him. I'll tab it up and have it. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I, uh, I talked to him on this podcast. He's a funny motherfucker, dude. So. Oh, yeah? Wow. All right. Sick, dude. Um, yeah, no, I have to go through your back catalog because, again, I, you were, like, prolific. <laughs> yeah. So, who should – this is the last thing I always ask. Who should I talk to? 
Who should you talk to? You know what? Uh, have you talked to? Yeah, you should talk to Mikhail from Opeth or Mikhail. I don't know how you actually. I was it. thinking about that fucking today. I'm not even kidding. Like, no um, shit, really? Yeah. So the vocalist of Bloodbath yeah. is like is best friends with him, and I'm like, maybe, just maybe, I can get mm-hmm. it in. I can get it in that way. But yeah, dude. Yeah, no, because he's 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 and I liked his performances in uh, Bloodbath too. Like, ah, damn, he has he has a good death metal growl. Like, even though he's kind of moved past that phase of I guess his uh music career. Like, it, again, like his death metal growl was something I really loved. Like when I was really getting yeah, into, it, um, dude, it's so growl. weird to hear the opposite. You know, it's like I don't know. It, it's it's confusing. Like he's a very confusing person. You mean like, yeah? Because they're kind of like, yeah, like just straight up prog. It's it's almost even hard to call it like prog rock. It's like prog now. It's interesting, um, and I don't have a problem with it because um, they've always had that like origin. But like you know, Orchid and My Arms Rehearsed and like actually Still Life is like my favorite album up there dude, so you know i'm still one of those like old fans <laughs> i want to i want to talk to fucking alsast i don't know if you know him oh Al-Sast? yeah no that'd yeah. be a good uh i i've heard let me see uh because i don't think i've really listened to them but i've heard i've seen the name all over and it's again one of those like bands i've kind of slept on oh you come on you no know i him. have listened to uh kodama i've yeah i've listened to kodama i've listened to that yeah yeah, I yeah, want yeah. because they have an album. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Mikhail, that's the only person. Who else? Mm-hmm. Who else? Uh, have you done? Uh, let me see. Who, who? Just like off the top of my head, like ugh, so many. Who have I been listening to lately? Because I like like listening to like lately. I've just been listening to like a lot of like just poo poo pee pee metal, like you know, just slam death. So I'm like, ah, just slam death. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of random. You know, I love it though. It's like literally like my my favorite shit right now. Like, have you ever brutal heard... slamming well, death? Actually, have you done? Uh... Yeah, dude. Um, well, have you interviewed anyone from uh, Black Dahlia Murder? <sighs> You're gonna get me fired up. <laughs> dude they oh okay no no no, no. i've i've emailed i've got i've tried getting to talk to them and they're always like not not the band but like their press is like they're busy they want they don't want to do it I'm oh, like, okay no that's all right fine. yeah i understand but no that's just like i uh, i'm like seeing like oh damn like just right off the top like is that they're like trevor would know, be cool admittedly I'm gonna, dude. I'm gonna they talk to him. One day. Oh, here, here we go. How about, how about the? Yeah, no. Trevor would be such a fun guy to talk to, man. Like, cause I actually, uh, I didn't get to like quite meet him, but I was in like a crowd of people after one of their shows for the Nightbringer uh, tour, and like, dude, he, yeah, he's just such a cool, chill guy to be around. Like, he, he just has that like aura, like that like hero character, hero character aura. <laughs> like, right. I don't know how right. else to describe it, but. Uh, um how about like the dudes from like infinite annihilator i think they would be freaking <laughs> hilarious Nikki, i've actually i've talked to him Dude, in real yeah. life i talked mm. to him at uh okay 
on the scum fuck tour. Okay. That was, nice. it was interesting, but yeah. Yeah. It was cool. No, that must've been, how are they live? Like that must've been like an experience, just like fun to really see them. They were, they were pretty tight. I mean, like, mm-hmm. like infinite annihilator. All things considered. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like, dude, hearing infinite annihilator, I'm never going to see them, but like scumfuck was actually like mm-hmm. good. Like, yeah. Infinite is just so unrealistic. That's what's so good yeah. about them. So right now, oh, because I've always heard yeah, like that they do like the programming first and then the drums. Like that's that's like an interesting way to do it because you can almost like set up a challenge for yourself and like almost someone like me who learned music by like reading music. It's like I almost like operate better when I have like almost like a plan laid out in front of me like almost like a music theory sort of uh, mentality i guess you could say but like do the thing first and then try and like do it i don't know how else to describe it but (laughs) right (laughs) software allows for that these days you know all right what's the last thing you gotta say what what's like the last thing i gotta say yeah what i always i always just like i don't know promotion you know whatever whatever you got Promotion. Well, um, I guess today could be the official announcement of uh, a new logo being made. Um, my original artist is actually making a more of a, a gore-oriented logo. So I'm not trying to, like, rebrand or anything. But uh, now having a new alternate logo I think would be really fun. And uh, so that's, like, I guess, a plug for a future post or whatever. But um yeah i'm gonna be working on the rest of my music so just check it out keep it up um keep checking back on my page and i'll have more stuff updated um definitely i wouldn't say by the end of the year but early next year i would have that ep done so yeah more fucking saxophone please okay will do man like (laughs) i will definitely add more saxophone (laughs) Thank you for the uh, recommendation. I appreciate. I love that. I love the saxophone, man. It it's like for <laughs> it's me so fun to mix. It was yeah. It's just not like I don't expect that, but it it's a good like nobody really does that other than like Imperial Triumphant. So. Mm-hmm. Well, I was actually listening today to like Rivers of Nile uh, when Nihil when they came on and like that just like sax smooth sax solo comes on I'm like yeah. yeah it just sounds so good it's like yeah borderline out of place but it's like oh yeah there it is so <laughs> yeah man <laughs> out of place but it still works but yeah well okay have you ever um, heard Isan's album um after i think it's called after right just looking really quick Isan. yeah because he has this one song on yeah after and the song's called a grave inversed that that song will change your like entire opinion on what a saxophone can sound like actually really Send me a message with that. Song. Yeah, you yeah. better tell me. You better tell me a sexual review. Come on. <laughs> right after you step talking. Yeah, you no, I, I will actually. I'm gonna. It's tabbed right up, buddy. So um, yeah, I'll watch that and I'll send that right to you because uh, 
yeah, man, it's it's a sick song. So, all right, well, first video down, more well, to go. Thanks to you for uh, sticking through, buddy. Well, thanks, John. I really appreciate you like inviting me on and uh, you know getting all the troubleshooting done. It was fun. So, uh, thanks and good luck with the future of this uh, video podcast. But yeah, when the when the EP drops, we're talking again, dude. Well, Absolutely, is it a LP or touch. EP? Uh, I'll call it EP. It, it's okay. an EP, so I'm just going to finish it, and then it'll be done. So, And then I'll do a physical release with it. So, All right. Well, you better give me a holler when that fucker All right. gets going. <laughs> I will. I'll send you a few cassettes. I'll send them your way, dude, man. Dude, the <laughs> fucking patches, dude. I got to get some printed. They look so good, man like oh you like them i mean i legit i have like a few more if you need them like legit got a stack of them dude i love them i like i was like holy shit these look great i gotta print some for myself like what the fuck for the pod yeah plug for the guy man like he he really uh he really pulled through it was actually a really really great product and like uh i was really happy with it so cool guy so yeah i gotta text his ass soon yeah, I think I yeah I could send you his a uh, contact on no, Instagram. No, no, I texted but, uh, him. I texted him. I was just broke. I was just broke oh. when 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 he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hey, just reaching out because I'm gonna forget your contact, but in the future I'm gonna buy some shit. Mm-hmm. But all right, brother. Gotcha. Well, I'm gonna watch some Netflix and go to cool, bed. Man. But we're gonna. All right. Well, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna snack out, veg out, and peace out. So, thanks again, dude. Okay, let me see how I gotta end this fucking thing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay.